That's him. And that's her. And this is our time. Join us with a cup of coffee, maybe a Bloody Mary. Or even a glass of wine. While we chat about the adventures. The encounters. And all around chaos of our life. Good morning, my love. Good morning. How are you today? I am better. You're better? Yes. I didn't sleep very well last night. Just tossed and turned and just had a million and one things going on in my brain. So I got up, hopefully quietly. I didn't hear you. And I got up and I started journaling. Well, that's good. Did you get a lot of thoughts down on paper? I did. I absolutely did. Wrote a couple of pages in my journal and um, highly recommend journaling if anybody out there has not started that. It is free therapy. Just get out everything. I don't drive my husband crazy talking to him about all my inside thoughts and (laughs) feelings and anxiety. So I've been journaling for mm, consistently for about five years now. Um, I don't know how you do it. I just. (laughs) It's my therapy. I understand. And that's good. I'm, I'm glad you have that. I just can't write that much. I don't know. Just never been able to or never really, you know, started doing that. But I'm glad you do. I'm glad you have that. I don't know what it's called. Um, Release. <clears throat> outlet. Yes, the outlet. You know, I've, I've tried a couple of different types of journaling because, you know, back to my wanting to be creative. Creative. Um, I There's been bullet journaling. Gotcha. That's more of like a planner type journal where you just keep track of things that you have to do for a day. And those are very artsy and beautiful. And, you know, you get all the pens and the stickers and the, you know, it's a very lovely thing. Go Google uh, (laughs) Bujo, bullet journaling, any of that stuff, and you'll just be mesmerized. It's gorgeous. Um, Then I got into junk journaling for a while. Which I'm still still trying to do that. Okay. So that's just, you know, trying to be better for the planet and, you know, not using, not buying new journals and new this, just using stuff that you already have. Well, creative. And I'm sure you have, I mean, you have plenty of those that you could even start probably selling some of them if you wanted to. I don't know if I'm to that stage yet. And then there's, you know, then I've started watching YouTube videos and Instagram accounts about, you know, different types of, you know, you need a a dream journal, you need a prayer journal, you need a, or not need a, you know, you could do a dream journal, you could do a prayer journal, you could do a, right, you know, just all these things. So anyways, I just, what's a creative outlet for you. Right. And mine's more of a diary journal. I just sit down and write and it just flows and I just write down everything that's going on in my brain. And it's something that my English teacher from high school said said we should start doing. And well, obviously if I only, (laughs) if I only started, you know, consistently doing it five years ago, I didn't keep up with it, but I really wish I would have because I'm I'm thinking that I, I could have documented my pregnancies. I could have documented, you know, our our dating life, our engagement life, our early married years when we lived in different states. I mean, how awesome would that be to go back and look at and go back and read well, we what have, we were thinking back then? We have pictures. So, I mean, I <laughs> yeah. know it's not the same, and I know it's not the same detail and stuff in it, but, and ladies and gentlemen, you may be hearing our cats in the background. They are fighting and wrestling right now. Morning, morning time. So. Yes, it, it is morning. <laughs> I, I like I said, I woke the house up early this morning and I apologize for that. And it's all okay. I mean it's a great great way to start the day. Get it going. So So wow. what do you think about what's going on in the news today? 
I mean, it's crazy. I mean, in the news, I mean, what we heard on NBC News the other day that what was the statistic like 300,000 educators have left teaching Mm -hmm. during the pandemic. Yeah. 300,000. Well, I mean, you know, they're trying to look out for themselves. I mean, you know, I, mean I, so I understand hard. because, I mean, you know, they're there helping our our children learn and, and, you know, and some of some of those parents don't really care about taking care of their kids. So they rely on the teachers to do it. And, you know, I've always said, I mean, you, my mom was a teacher and I mean, and, and she absolutely loved it. And. I am a firm believer that teachers are underpaid. I think that they should be some of the highest paid people that we have in our society. And it's just, it's horrifying to me of what teachers are getting paid for what they actually do Mm -hmm. and what they have to do. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I mean, they are raising our children to be the next, you know, senators or next, I mean, everything. And, you know, they are, they are paid like construction workers. I mean, it's, it's outrageous that, you know, how we treat our teachers. And now you've got all this, you know, people coming into schools and murdering kids. I mean, so on top of that, they have even more to be concerned about. Mm-hmm. I I really do believe that we need to increase, you know, our teachers salaries and there needs to be, there needs to be a change. There needs to be a change. I mean, You know, I I just I think about my mom and I think about how much time and effort and and just how much she cared about students and, you know, how much that those students coming back over the years and, you know, after they've graduated high school. I mean, Mm -hmm. my mom's an elementary school teacher, you know, and then she was a middle school teacher and, you know, junior high. And all those students of hers coming back to thank her for what they did or what she did for them. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, yes, a thanks goes a long way. But I mean, come on, we need to take care of our teachers. We need to we need to give them we need to give them something to, you know, do with. You know, I mean, they're doing great things. They just need to be paid for it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just I, I believe that we need to. That we need to change that. And you know what? I think I think that's one thing that we should maybe try to do is start a start some kind of foundation or something for, you know, teachers. I just I just feel for every single person out there that is an educator on any level that, you know, I mean, it's one of the it's one of the only jobs that I know of that it does not pay after you have your master's in it. Oh, for sure. Because my mom has, what, two or three master's? I think two. I, I think in it. And she, there's no way she was ever paid for what she spent for, for college mm-hmm. and what she spent to go. But she just loved learning. And and how do the educators that are no longer in the classroom, like the superintendents and the principals, they're the ones that make the big bucks. And right. they're not even in the classroom any longer. Why no. can't they spread that six-figure salary down to the, the, the educators? And I'm not talking about just the teachers. I'm talking about the support staff and everybody it takes to run the school. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, the whole education system for the people who are providing the 
skill set, mm-hmm. they all need to be raised uh, money-wise. Their, their salaries all need to be raised up. They need to be some of the higher paid people that, that are around. And I know it's not just here in, in our country. I mean, I know it's everywhere. I know in, you know, Japan and China, I mean, their, their education system is not very good, you know, and they're, they let a lot of people, a lot of students, but I mean, then again, you know, they have so many million and billions of people Mm -hmm. that, you know, they just let a lot of people go to the wayside. And I just, I think that's. That's horrific. But why do we think, why do we think so many teachers quit during the pandemic? What specifically? Because I I think the the 300,000 in the past two years, that could be, I mean, we just heard that statistic this week and that's why we, that's why it came to my, to my brain right now. But that could be the statistic for any two year period. Right. We don't know. Well, They, they haven't said anything. They're just saying, you know. Of course, it's the the media is saying, you know, just during this two years. So it could be any two years. But specifically now, why do we think now? Well, I think that because of the pandemic, you know, at least and I'm only talking from, you know, knowing my mom and and helping her with her classrooms and, and knowing what she put into her classrooms. I think most teachers, the majority of teachers need to have that one, that physical one-on-one interaction with students. Mm-hmm. They need to have the classroom. They need to have the capability of being able to move around the classroom to be able to, you know, stand right next to a student and be able to point out and, and be able to place their hand on their shoulder so that they know that those students know that somebody does care. Somebody is there. Mm-hmm. And I think that that personal um, interaction was just not there over a computer screen. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just can't, you, there's no, you can't get any kind of physical feeling or emotion or interaction over a computer screen. Right. And I believe that that is what has caused that to happen. And, you know, the mass deal and all that stuff, I think it just, I think it truly, you know, not only was it bad for students, I mean, you know, students suffered as much because they weren't learning as much because, you know, a student has a a problem with something. Most of the time, the teacher in the classroom can say, hey, everybody work on this problem. I'm going to help so and so out. And, you know, that just I don't believe was happening. I I truly believe the one on one personal interaction with individuals, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, kids are individuals is what has caused this mass exodus and then everybody comes back from the pandemic and it's like oh well you need to do this and you need to do this and you need to change this and you need to change this to all these teachers but they're not giving them any more money they're not doing any other things for them you know it's all on them to have to do it Mm -hmm. you know i mean I'll, i'll never forget how many times my mom you know paid out of her pocket to be able to get supplies for her classroom right so. Right. Well, I'm I'm just so very thankful that our children were not in school, and high school this, yeah. during the pandemic, because if, if it was relied upon me to teach my children during the pandemic or to help assist teaching my children during the pandemic, they would have been. <laughs> well, of course, because I mean, <laughs> they outdid my math capability in fourth grade. So if I would have had to teach them middle school math or high school math. Oh, let's just say that wouldn't have happened. 
Thank goodness. Yeah. Thank goodness we have you that could have done that. <laughs> well, I don't know how much because, I mean, the way I learned things oh, when, yes, when we were math. in school oh, and the way they're learning it now, uh-huh. I just, I have, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm lost. So, right. you know, no, but I do, I do really believe that, you know, our teachers need to have an increase in their salary in their help, in their assistance. I mean, it needs to be, they are the ones who are educating and raising our children. I mean, think of how many, how many hours the, our kids are in school compared to how many hours they're at home. No longer are the parents, the ones who are raising our children. I mean, and unfortunately that's a, that's a sad fact, but you know, Mm -hmm. When you've got two parents that are, you know, having to work and and, you know, because of inflation, because of, you know, just everything, just the cost of living, the cost of living. Yes. And that's, you know, so they should be paid for that. I mean, they need to be we need to we need to increase that. Mm-hmm. Right. Because even though they get off, you're not seeing me, but I'm doing quotes, air quotes. They get off three months during the summertime. They absolutely don't. They're no. going to workshops. They're going to teacher and service. They're go- doing things to better they the may have, classroom experience. They may have one month of vacation, but then they immediately start preparing for their next year mm-hmm. of school. You know, so I mean, but yeah. And, and can you imagine being in a classroom with 16 to 30, 35 Seven-year-olds? Nope. Eleven-year-olds? No, I have the utmost respect for teachers. Oh, my goodness. Your mom taught, for the most part, she taught sixth grade, which was a a good age because they're they're young and they're still impressionable and they're still sweet. And then she would say, but after spring break... (laughs) It changes. It changes. She said, sixth grade, spring break, something changes. And they would come back from spring break and all of a sudden... They're the mean, nasty, <laughs> rotten teenagers that we all know. Yeah, well. And I just cannot imagine having 15 teenage girls. God uh, blessed me with boys for a reason. Because I was a nasty teenage girl, and he did not want me to have to raise well, I'm just me. <laughs> I'm thankful that, that my mom has helped so many children over the years and, and adults now. And I'm thankful for all the teachers that I had and how much they cared. And, you know, I just, I wish nothing but love and, and compassion and, you know, whatever I can do in the entertainment business to help teachers, you know, get better pay. I'm going to, I'm going to fight for it. But And if all of you are just thinking Whitney Houston right now, I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. I'll spare yeah. you the difference. I'll spare you the rest of that song. But yes, that song's been going through my brain since we've been talking about this. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. That's okay. I'm not the singer in the family, just so well, you know. What you, I mean, that's... I try to. I know you try. And sometimes you do good. But that's okay. That's all another another thing. But another most, thing. But, but most of the time, everybody rolls their eyes at me. Well, speaking of singers, I mean that's another thing that you know came about in the in the news recently. That oh, the and I guess it was what just a couple of weeks ago, the beloved Olivia Newton John has passed away. Oh yes. I mean, I can't hopelessly golly. devoted to Olivia Newton John. I mean, Greece is like. I mean, my cousin and I, every single week, 
every single weekend, my parents and my uncles and aunts would get together and my cousin and I would, I mean, we had, you know, many cousins, but my cousin Joe and I, we were together, you know, about the same age. She's only about what a two or three, two or three years younger than me, but we would sing and act out grease like you would i mean we would put on a show all the time it was the soundtrack to our youth i mean it Uh. just all her songs and just the 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 brightness that she brought to this world i Mm -hmm. mean it's just i just can't believe you know that that she has passed but then again i mean there's a lot of people that i just can't believe who have passed and i know but she was just i mean she was a breast cancer survivor for 20 something years and just her and John Travolta in Greece and then her in Xanadu. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just want to go out and roller skate right now. <laughs> Xanadu. I mean, who doesn't love? I don't know if you can find any roller skates anymore, but Oh, they're making a comeback. Oh, are they? Yeah, check my Christmas list. I'm, oh, check okay. my Christmas list. Okay, cuz I know that the inline skates, uh, you know. Oh no, I tried are, that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, but roller skates. But yeah, I just can't. I just it's amazing that, you know, that she's gone and I mean I think she was gone before her time, way before her time. Well, for sure. You know? I mean, she was 74 or something. Ah, it's so young. Right. That's so young. But remember, probably when we were in our 20s, if we heard someone 74, we're like, oh, they had a nice full life. <laughs> and then as we tick a little bit closer to yeah, 50s but I mean, and like all a, that, but like just, I'm all... like, that's just so young. Well, but like I've always said, you know, age is a state of mind, not a number. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, you have to look at the person that, because you can put, you can put us next to other 50 somethings. And I guarantee you that we do not look anything like 50. Oh. And so, I mean, that's just, it's all a state of mind. It's how you live. I'm a firm believer that it's in the positive aspects of your life. The positivity that you walk by and live by is what can change you because, you know, negativity can definitely aid you tremendously. Right. And stress and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And, but we take care of our skin. Rodan and Fields, baby. Yes. Which we will be talking about. But um, what was that other movie that her and John Travolta did after Greece? What was that one? Um, I don't know. I mean, I know that they did. Um, yeah, I don't know which one. Two of a kind. Oh, yeah, that's right. Two of a kind. Remember where he was, was the, the bank robber and became an angel? Is that right? Or something like that? Something you know, where, you know, I, but I think I think God was looking to destroy the world. And this angel had to prove that there was still love out there and still good people who would sacrifice themselves. Oh, yeah, I think that's I think that's right. Yeah, I think that's what uh, I think that was the right movie. So, I mean, it was a cheesy. It was a cheesy but movie, it but cute. it was good because I mean, it was it was getting back. Danny and Sandy got back together. It would not be a Danny and Sandy. Not Danny but, and Sandy, but still it was. Right. It was them. And right. so it was it was a fun movie. Well, I just know I that she's going to she's going to be missed. And I mean, there's a lot of people this year that have that have passed that have passed too early. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I just. That that was the one that was recently in the news, and it's just I don't know. It's kind of kind of surreal, I guess. But mm-hmm. and you people who are dying young, and I don't know, just makes us makes me feel my own mortality. 
well, it just makes me want to live life every day even more and try to live it to the fullest that I can and try to get you to live life to the fullest, you know? And, but there's a lot more that I want to talk about this because, you know, there's my favorite and, and the person that I just idolized and the new movie came out about him and everything like that. And that's good old Elvis. Elvis, Elvis, Elvis Presley. Let me me keep that pelvis far from me. Why do you See? always go to Greece? I don't understand why you always go to Greece, even when we're not talking about Olivia Newton-John. When when I bring up Elvis, because there's so many more things than just that. Because about Elvis, that's how iconic of a movie that is. Yeah, but and that's, Rizzo on the but bed. But that's not Elvis. That's not. I mean, well, she sings Elvis. One one little word. Because one I little phrase. Not, I was not the Elvis fanatic that you were. That's true. Your parents didn't. Right. Pay so, attention so I mean, to yes, yes, I love Elvis. I love lots of his songs. I mean, just love them. But when I think of Elvis, that that line in that song immediately comes to my brain. Well, that's. That's a shame. I know. Because there are so many more songs by Elvis and just who he was. And, and I mean, leaving us at 42 is just, wow. I mean, that is just, wow. that it, is just ridiculous. But, mm-hmm. it, you know, but yeah, this, that new movie, Baz Luhrmann did such a great job. And, and, oh my gosh, I mean, Austin Butler, I mean, he really, I mean, he spent two years honing because of the pandemic Mm -hmm. so something that came out of the pandemic fun Mm -hmm. was that austin butler got to spend two years completely soaking up and and just channeling elvis and you know i've seen every elvis movie out there you know even though i was only six years old when he passed i still my parents grew up with him loved him had all his albums i still have all his albums but you know, the the different people who have played him. Kurt Russell is probably next in line for the for the best portrayal of him, but this Austin Butler just blew it out of the water. Mm-hmm. Blew it out of the water. And I am I mean, I've already watched it six times. Which is you yes. know, it's gotta be yes, a good it's gotta be a good movie for me to be able to truly, you know, want to spend that much time watching it. But it's it's Elvis, and they did a great job with it. So if you haven't seen it, go see it or buy it. Get it. You'll love it. You'll thank me for it. Um, I see an Oscar nod for him and Tom Hanks. Oh, yeah. Tom Hanks for sure. For sure. Yeah. All right. Well, my my, my coffee cup's getting a little bit empty. Okay. Well, let's get get you another coffee cup, and let's uh, let's put on grease. What do you think? Or two of a kind. Or two of a kind. Yes, we haven't seen that in a long time. Can we do both? We sure can. All right. All right. That's him. And that's her. And this was our time. Bye, babe. Bye, hon.